podcast in the galaxy. The Easy Easy Show. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Elise Easy Show. I'm your host, Elise Easy, and today I'm joined by Evangelina Skov. Hello. <laughs> this is episode two of I Can't Find Any of My Normal Clothes because I'm wearing, this is not mine, it's my boyfriend's. I'm wearing this, um, it says Huel on it. This is free advertisement. I should be charging, like, I don't know, a hundred quid for this right now. <laughs> this whole video is free advertisement. And I have, again, this is not mine. I have this like water bottle that says bulk. So between Huel and bulk, I'm like one step away from a Gymshark sponsorship. Do you know what I mean? I, like I look like I'm doing more exercise than I actually do. I don't know what Huel is, but I can gather what bulk is from the fact that you're holding one of their products. So. Do you not know what Huel is? Do I look like I go to the gym? Huel is, um, it's, <laughs> it's depressing is what it is. It's kind of like, you know, when, you know, when like conservatives get all, oh, the, if Jeremy Corbyn won the future, but I literally saw Jeremy Clarkson say this on an episode of the Grand Tour, which do you know what that is? The cycling? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> right, Jeremy Clarkson and his mates, those other blokes, James May and Richard Hammond, they had a show called Top Gear. You must be aware. I know what that is. Yeah. yeah. But then Jeremy Clarkson got fired from Top Gear because he punched a producer in the face whilst drunk because he was angry about his steaks not getting there or his wine or something not arriving on time. And I'm... <laughs> Do you know this is so funny. Um... It, Okay, I need to rephrase that a little bit. I'm not laughing that someone actually got punched. I'm laughing that the UK, the great British public, decided to make a petition to because he got fired. Someone made a petition. It got over a million signatures of people asking for him to be reinstated because it's totally fine to just punch someone in a work environment if your stakes aren't warm enough or whatever that is. So he got fired. And Amazon made a new show, and I think it's called The Grand Tour. And it was on TV, and it wasn't, I can't even, I was going to lie then. Like, I was, I was going to subconsciously lie and just say, it was on TV, I just caught it on TV, but it's an Amazon show, so I didn't catch it on TV. My boyfriend was watching a few episodes of it. I didn't want people to get the wrong impression of my boyfriend. Because <laughs> in my head, when I think of Jeremy Clarkson, I think of like, oh God, he's a sun columnist, and he's always just like crying about, I don't know, the woke. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> So I'm not saying we endorse Jeremy Clarkson, but it was on and he was in Vietnam and they were trying just some insects that had like some, I don't know, some seasonings on them. And he was being like, if Jeremy Corbyn wins, that is Britain's future. We're going to have to be eating these crickets, even though like I think they were enjoying <laughs> the crickets. So anyway. What was the point of that statement? <laughs> like what? Where was he going with that? <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. What has that got to do with it? That's it, huge. <laughs> Fuck me. Fuck me. This is bleak already. We're off to a wonderful start. This is really good. Huel, <laughs> it's like this, um... I don't know what it is. It's like... I don't know, I don't know what I'm referencing. It's like a... Is it a powder? It's this, it's this multi-nutritional vitamin-enriched 
slop that's kind of like gruel but people say oh it tastes nice but let's be real these people are just kidding themselves um it, it's it's cheap and it has like a bunch of well i don't know is it cheaper it's probably like one pound per portion i don't know my mates have tried it before my boyfriend has like tried it a few times and insists that it's nice mm-hmm. i don't think it is it kind of looks like gruel um it's the type of thing that and I've seen people say this on the on the adverts on Facebook for Huel when people comment and stuff. I've seen people comment like, "This is the future that they all want. They want us to be eating this this growl and insects." <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, whose agenda is that? What are you talking about? I don't understand. That's what Huel is. It's not just like Herbalife then. What's that? It's like the same thing, I guess. So some herbally vitamin good for you comes in a shaker it's like a cult i think it's a cult not really don't sue me is it an mlm i think so i'm not sure i I, like i i didn't know somebody but i knew somebody that knew somebody that was like selling it and stuff sure so potentially but um allegedly in my own opinion they're a cult yeah, sure. Standard. Um, I don't think Kill's a cult. Like, they don't seem to have... They sponsor the Diary of a CEO podcast, so I don't think they are an MLM, because I don't think Stephen Bartlett would align himself with... I don't know. I don't know him, actually. He might. Maybe Stephen Bartlett is in Herbalife. I don't know. Maybe he's in the sales cult I was in, and that's how he's a millionaire, because he's actually the one that's at the top of the pyramid scheme. <laughs> who knows? And I don't even know who he is, so good for him. Do I just not, like, anytime you mention anybody, I'm like, I don't know who that is. I don't know what that is. I don't know what you're talking about. How do you not know what Diary of a CEO is? It's a podcast. Have I not complained about it to you? Oh, gosh, I shouldn't say that publicly. Yes, I, I bitch about literally everything. Diary of a CEO has recently come under fire in my personal life from me. Um, because <laughs> this is going to sound so callous. Well, it's a podcast, right? Interviewing. He interviews... Um, celebrities uh i guess ceos jordan peterson's been on it like it's that type of thing right but i've just noticed recently that everyone goes on it and then like nine times out of ten they just cry and it's like what are you all crying about you're all rich boo (laughs) well i'm curious why they are crying what are they crying about because he'll be like what's your childhood like and they'll be like Oh, like some Victorian novel. Do you know what I mean? They'll be like, I know, Wuthering Heights. I've never read Wuthering Heights. I got bored after 10 pages. Um, Yeah, that's... I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Have you seen that clip of Bella Hadid where she was like... I don't know what what it was for. It might have been Vogue or something. And she was like, I wasn't allowed designer until I was 18. My parents then. (laughs) It's like, oh my God, this is really sad. (laughs) Yeah. Is that the vibe? I'd be doing a disservice if I lied and agreed with you. No, like I've listened to some of it and some of it's all right, but just, I don't know. Certain people have, I'm being such a bitch right now. Certain people have gone on there and um, cried about certain things, but then they themselves, I'm being so vague because I don't want like beef with like these people I'm alluding to, but it like, you can't cry about being bullied and then be a bully in your adult life. Do you know what I mean? Am I insane for saying that? Am I insane? No, that is so true. Yeah. And if like I can just... get 
if I can get, I'm going to be so vague, right? But if I can get a certain interview about what I'm talking about right now, then what I've said will make sense to so many people. If I can get an Just interview on this podcast with a certain... No, 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 because I'm not here. I'm not out. I'm not... Look, it's not 2020. I'm not here trying to start beef with people for views anymore. Do it. <laughs> Just do it for my entertainment. I'm like... My life feels a bit boring at the moment. I need something to get that dopamine going. Start drama. <laughs> oh, I actually... I need to say this because I said this in the episode that we never released... Um, I feel like I need to explain myself with this podcast because people, you know, when I first got the podcast, I was in a studio in East London um, and I've gone through like a bunch of people and now I'm doing it this way. And I feel like, well, that's actually, it's a very normal thing to try things out, see what works, what doesn't. But I've never just like even acknowledged. So I think like sometimes people, um, they'll, they'll like, see I've got a new episode up and they have no idea what to expect, you know? Um, Cause I've tried out various things. Firstly, the, the studio, whilst it looked good financially, don't know what I was thinking, must've been like, you know, that drama YouTuber era coin I was spending. Cause it makes no sense to, like waste money on a studio if you're not wait if it makes no sense to waste money on a studio if you're not a millionaire to me anyway financially just don't make that much sense you know um it also can be a bit constricting having a studio uh because if you know doing things over zoom i can talk to people in other countries like nick pope he's out in america can't do that if everyone has to come to a studio but financially just didn't make that much sense uh, I stopped living in that area of East London. So what was a 10 minute walk becomes like a one and a half hour journey, which I'm not doing that for other people. Are you joking? That means I have to wake up extra early. I have to put on like loads of makeup. I have to like travel for ages. And then by the end of the day, my makeup looks like a joke because I look like a clown right now. Yeah. Um, and I tried out like a few different things. Uh, me and my mate, KD, as they want to be known as, we were gonna, no, we never aired that. We were going to do like this conspiracy, sort of like true conspiracy type thing. Um, and then I don't know, I think I deleted the footage. <laughs> I, think I, I think I just, I think I needed to wipe my hard drive. So I was like, right, that's going in the bin. <laughs> that was just your process. You didn't think, move it somewhere. <laughs> it's actually, it's, it's very challenging to try to, do a consistent podcast and involve other people because you've got different schedules. If you're using a studio, you have to book. And if you're using a studio, you have to have a videographer. So then there's all these extra costs. So like one podcast episode is probably costing like a couple hundred quid or whatever. And I don't make like that much money from this podcast. It just doesn't make any sense. Um, yeah. And I find that like doing these Zoom ones, it's not as if the quality of the content itself of like the conversation you know air marks quality of this conversation it's not like that's diminished uh, not you you're fine me crying about like jeremy clarkson or whatever <laughs> i mean fair enough you're valid that that feels valid thank you. Yeah, you i forgot you explained this in the the episode we didn't post and i think that's when you announced that i was like now co-host but you didn't tell me <laughs> i was like what <laughs> well i would like to do these ones with you and then have like my interviews with people and stuff and 
Um, I don't know. I just want to see where it goes. Because before, I think I used to think a bit too strictly about it. Like, oh, no, it's a podcast. So it has to be, you know, done in a certain binary way. But mm-hmm. when I think in terms like that, maybe it's because I'm neurodivergent. I don't know. When I think in terms like that, I tend to like not do Like I, I, I got really like, stressed out for a while about doing a podcast about, oh, a conversation has to be. My favorite podcast to listen to is Jack Makes Happy Hour. And they literally just like piss about and talk about absolute nonsense for an hour. And I think it's so funny. And that's what I really like. So I've gotten more into a better headspace of doing a podcast now because it doesn't need to. I'm never going to be diary of a CEO, like professional. But then the biggest podcast in the world is Joe Rogan. And he's not professional in the slightest. He gets stoned. Maybe that's what you're missing. It's like eating an edible. and doing the- Could you imagine? I've not been stoned in I don't know how many years. Imagine like I just got stoned for a YouTube video and I threw it all down the drain for what? For a YouTube video. <laughs> I've don't get me wrong, I've considered it a few times. The only reason I don't smoke weed has nothing to do with my sobriety at all, actually. If um the only reason I don't smoke it is because of my disassociation mm-hmm. issues and tendencies. Like because if I smoke weed, I will get like derealized and it'll freak me out and I'll, you know, have panic attacks and stuff, which didn't used to be the case when I was younger. But if they invented a weed where they could 100% guarantee you're just going to giggle, have silly conversations, have a laugh, eat lots of food, you're going to have no anxiety. I think I'll start smoking weed again, at least like once in a while to take the edge off of this never ending fucking existence. Have you like out of curiosity gotten that with every strain that you've tried or is like is it just sometimes it's well in the uk cannabis isn't legal so it's unregulated it's unpredictable um and you hear people say all the well maybe not all the time i've heard older people say that weed back in like the 70s is very different how it is now because nowadays we have skunk and it's much more potent like the thc levels are a lot higher or whatever um which can lead to like mental health mental health issues because it's not entirely harmless right um so i don't know if like say it was legalized here and then it's regulated properly and you have like what california has where you can go to dispensaries and you can pick out certain strains and there'll be ones that are like are really strong but then there'll be ones that just take the edge of things a little bit i don't know maybe ask me then in five years time we'll see would there be a point for you though like if you don't get anything out of it it just like wouldn't then the anxiety about whether you're going to get anxious give you anxiety and it just defeats the purpose (sighs) yeah maybe Maybe actually, I don't know. They would have to engineer something that 100% guarantees no anxiety. But even then a part of my brain would be like, I don't really trust this. Um, and then I'll spoon myself out. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Have you tried a lobotomy? I've considered it. <laughs> you know, like, ugh, I know you're not going to know what I'm on about. You ever seen the film One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest? I do know what that's about, actually. I just haven't seen it. <laughs> and I only know because I watched the series Ratchet. Or Ratch- Ratchet, whatever her name was. What's that? 
It's like about one of the nurses from the... My cats are fighting right behind my <laughs> computer. I'm so sorry. Stop oh, no. it, please. Um, it's about one of the nurses from One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, but it's like her own standalone thing mm. about like how she became horrible or something. Oh. I might be completely wrong, by the way. Oh. I could be remembering this wrong. They might not even be connected, but I do know what it is, yes. Well, the bottomies happen and... Uh, could do me a world, <laughs> world of good, actually. Yeah. Lobotomies happen. Do you know that like I, I tried to do a series on... Sorry, they're gone. They've left. The cats have left the room. <laughs> Back when people actually started watching my channel, I started to do a series on um, history of medicine or whatever. And I did a whole video on lobotomies and like I put so much research into it and all this stuff. And obviously like nobody fucking watched it because it wasn't drama. So I just gave up. I was so sad. Like I had all these ideas I was going to talk about, like bloodletting. I was going to go like into different hospitals and stuff, particularly during the Victorian era in England. And now nobody cared. So, <laughs> Have you considered um, if you did that series, put it on TikTok? Because at least on TikTok, it's not like YouTube. You'll have, if you just utilize the hashtags, your content will end up in those communities that you're trying to reach. It's not like fucking YouTube in the slightest. I always forget about TikTok. I really do. I should Everyone just start does, using it for but it's like, shit. It's, it's so good because every single... Like, I'm always arguing against people because people are always like, oh, TikTok. Like, some of my mates will be like, you're on TikTok. Why are you on TikTok? We're adults. It's like, no, you don't understand. There's a niche for everyone. Um, you actually can go viral very uh, the easiest way to go viral on tiktok is just do something really cringy to be honest you do something yeah. cringy everyone's gonna stitch you or whatever but tiktok is a great like platform for if you want to be seen i can attest to this i did a little experiment a while ago i don't even i think it was like the year before last in the summer i just started going on tiktok and acting like i was stupid like genuinely stupid but like so it was obviously joking but there'd be certain people who just wouldn't get that I was joking like being like oh for fuck's sake like when are they gonna put another prize in the avocado why is it always the stupid wooden ball like stuff like that or like yeah. what was it how did he put the lightning in the light bulb to make electricity like how did he get it in there stuff like that and some people would be like oh my god <laughs> trying to explain it to me <laughs> it was great i was having a great time don't know why i stopped doing that that's really very trisha paytas of you i do like trisha paytas i know <laughs> really and controversial that's opinion that, which is wild that's something that trisha paytas would do and it works it fucking works she wrote the book she literally wrote the book she has a book on this <laughs> how to you get internet famous you have to, um, you don't have to, but I do respect the grind of Trisha Paytas's life because Trisha has been going on like reality TV shows since, I don't know, since she was what, like a teenager? Like she, she's mm -hmm. been there. She was on like, she was on Big Brother UK for fuck's sake. Big Brother, celebrity Big Brother UK with Sam Thompson from Made in Chelsea. And I think like she hated him, which good for her because he was annoying. Um... Yeah, people need to like respect the absolute grind that Trisha would like because she's she and Tana Mojo are very similar for me. Like they're always gonna be around. I'm gonna be fifty and still like you know checking Tanya Tanya Mojo's socials to see what Tanya's been up to. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I mean, for me, I truly forget about her existence, Tana Mojo. It's like it's gone out of my brain unless something big happens. Trisha, I think I'm more 
involved with her stuff. But like, she's she's done so much shit. Like, she's been in an Eminem music video. She's been yeah. on Modern Family. She's yeah, been yeah, on yeah. all these fucking shows. She's been on, what was it called? Like, My Strange Addiction. Like, mm. everything. And she would just make shit up. And I love the clips that are just like, her just blatantly lying, but then contradicting herself, but then going back to the original lie. Like, <clears throat> she was on, I don't know, something like American Idol. I'm not sure. Yeah. Where she said, I'm a computer programmer. And then later on was like, no, I'm not. And then later on again, no, I am a computer programmer. It's just like dumb shit. I love doing that. I used to make shit up all the time like that. I would Mm. tell people I was a natural blonde and people would believe me, Mm. which is like, no, no. (laughs) I don't know. She's my idol. I'm going to turn into Trish Paytas one day. I think it would be really good for me mentally. (laughs) I agree. I am so for you doing that. (laughs) <laughs> you should go on to like I don't know Ireland's Got Talent or whatever just make, make up a bunch of shit you know that would be really fun that, that would actually be great I should just do it I have the potential because like I'm not actually particularly smart or anything so it's pretty easy for me to pretend to be an idiot you know just do it and the greatest part of it is the most wonderful part of Trisha Paytas' whole thing is she's told people what she's doing but people still fall for it. So even though I'm saying this yeah. here right now, if tomorrow I started acting like Trisha Paytas, nobody would put it together. Like yeah. some people would, but the general consensus would be, Jesus fucking Christ, <laughs> what is wrong with this person? Yeah. Do you know, I watched, um, I found this TikTok account of this person that explains their X Factor experience back like i think at least a decade ago right and how they were set up as the producer uh set up by the producers to look like an idiot on tv and it was really callous i don't i think her name the name zoe alexander is springing to mind but i don't that can't be right hold on let me just check because i don't zoe alexander x factor yeah 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 pink impersonator zoe alexander she's done a bunch of like you know tiktoks about her experience and how the producers um, told her to do a pink song. They wouldn't accept anything else because I think she just had short blonde hair. So they were like, okay, so you're kind of similar to pink. And she was like, oh, not really. And they were like, I oh, know you have to sing a pink song. Um, so she goes on the show in front of the judges because you have to like go sing in front of the producers first to be let on the show, which that's huge information for people that watch these shows because the way they're set up, it looks like these people just walk in and there they are singing to Simon Cowell. No, they have to go through producers first, which means when you get the people that are being crazy and cringe, the producers have seen them and gone, yeah, you're amazing. The judges are going to love this. Like you're on through, you're on through. Yeah. Like that is so fucked up. So like, and then you see, and then, you know, these people subsequently like have mental breakdowns on camera when they're told by site, like when Simon Cowell turns around and goes, you're rubbish and you're fat. Like, because you know that he would do that he would just like call like they would call people fat and it's like simon cow right this is my conspiracy theory (laughs) no no if you look at pictures of him recently he looks so different and yes he's had a lot of plastic surgery but he looks so so different to how he used to i'm not convinced that simon cowell is the real simon cowell anymore i think he's been replaced by like a shit lookalike because he just looks, <laughs> no, he looks nothing, even if you add in, yeah, the plastic surgery, whatever. He looks nothing 
Like how you, it's so weird. Can I I'm, look up a picture for reference so I actually know what you're talking about? Hold on. It's like I get Uncanny Valley when I look at him and his big fake teeth. But like you think it's just a lookalike, not like a clone. I don't know at this point. I don't know. Because, you know, if they're out there cloning Joe Biden, maybe, and Paul McCartney and Avril Lavigne, maybe they clone Simon Cowell. How do we end up talking about this every episode? <laughs> what clones? <laughs> yeah, I see him now. I does he look that different? I need to reference now an old picture. Look at look at like a really uh, a much older picture. Oh, do you see what I mean? It's just like there's something when I look at him that's not computing in my brain, and I get uncanny valley. Is like what? when I <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> right there's like a internal recoiling there's a reaction and that's not me just dogging on like his botched surgeries though i'm allowed to dog on his botched surgeries because he you know made this career off of exploiting vulnerable mentally ill people um and calling people fat like what like you're a singing um judge why are you calling these yeah, it's people really not relevant <laughs> You know, it's his eyes. Like, they're, they're freaking yes, me out. They're different. There's something that's happened. Is it, like... I, I, I don't know. Did he strike lobotomy. some sort of deal with the devil? Is it a lobotomy? <laughs> it could be. It feels like there's nothing going on there. That's why I'm like, hmm. Oh, yeah. So, it anyway, the Zoe Alexander person, um, you oh, know, yeah. kind of, like, unveiled all about how she was set up um so the judges could turn around to be like why are you copying pink and then she responds being like you told me to sing a pink song and the judges were like um who's that talisa that nasty woman like she's actually nasty i think like she i, I shouldn't say that like i think she beat someone up i'm not sure cheryl cole beat someone up though what yeah people don't people people just don't like why do i know this stuff and i don't know like i don't know quantum physics why do I know that Cheryl Cole randomly beat someone up in a nightclub once? Because you you spend your time <laughs> investigating. Who I don't. Up. I really don't. I really don't do this. Like I sit here and watch Gilmore Girls on repeat. I don't look at this stuff. Um, yeah. So anyway, X Factor's big bad, and what I want to talk about is completely unrelated. Off on a tangent. <laughs> I've had a real moment of growth over these past two weeks. I've matured. I've changed. Oh, okay. Right. I have finally, it's a big moment for me. I finally stopped watching Made in Chelsea. Because <laughs> they've gone too fucking far. And I don't feel, I always felt just compelled to watch it. And if I missed it on Monday night, I'd watch it on 4OD the next day, Tuesday morning. And it was, it's been my routine for a long, like years of my life. This show has been around like for at least a decade. And I, I missed a few seasons. for a decade? I missed a few seasons in the middle because I think like they kept going to France or something. I don't know, there were some annoying people in it, whatever. Um, but for, for the past few years, it's, you know, it's been a part of my life. I'd look up on Twitter to see people roasting the show with the cast members. That was like, you know, a part of my routine as well. After every episode, quickly look on Twitter, see what people were saying, laugh at all the roasting going on and stuff. But this season, it's gotten so unbearably shit that I just can't bear it anymore. And 
I'm gonna have to like put this into words the way I feel because it's, it's it's difficult. So when the show started, none of them were members of aristocracy, but it was meant to be about you know the most privileged elite people in this country um, shagging each other and whatnot, and uh, like like the upper classes just being stupid, right? Which it was for a good few years. Now it's like anyone with, I think one of the girls, she just has like a bunch of TikTok followers. Like that's the level it's kind of gotten to. And because like they're just getting these random people who want to be famous so then they can get the brand deals on Instagram and stuff. The delivery of drama isn't there. Like this season, I watched about two episodes of it and I was like, I'm fucking done because these girls are really crying that one girl didn't tell another girl that she was secretly dating. So like that was it. Do you know what I mean? Like it was like, wait, so wait, this is it. This is the level of drama. We've gone from... Spencer Matthews years ago on this bridge saying to Louise Thompson, you allow me to cheat on you. That's why I shagged another woman in your bed. We've gone from that to, I'm a victim because she said one thing and it wasn't really that true, but she also just wanted to keep her like burgeoning, burgeoning is that the word? I don't know, like new potential relationship under wraps potentially. Do you know, like that's what we've sunk to. We've sunk to the, who are these people? Who are any of them? I don't, I don't know them. So this is where you draw the line. This is where it gets too far. <laughs> Never mind the fact that it was always shit. This is. It was always shit, but it was just like juicy shit. <laughs> that's a horrible <laughs> thing to say. It was just like, it was just like, I mean, I mean, looking back ethically, um Spencer Matthews was like emotionally abusing Louise Thompson if you look back from a modern day lens it's like yeah how did this stuff but TV 10 years ago was just wilder than it is now Mm. now it's just a bit more sanitized and stuff whatever and well supposedly um but yeah no I've I've just had enough of it I had no inclination to watch uh, and do you know what the show keeps doing as well? They introduced this a few seasons ago. They um, they always do a, you know, last week sort of short minute recap at the beginning of the show. But then a few seasons ago, they introduced this coming up, showing clips of the show that I'm about to sit and watch. Why are you doing that? I'm already here. My butt is in the seat. I'm here. <laughs> I'm engaged. Why are you fucking showing me a preview? Why are you showing me a trailer to a show that I'm sitting and watching? And do you know what? As much as I love them, Jack Makes Happy Hour, they do it on Spotify, so I skip ahead two minutes so I don't have to listen to that. <laughs> Diary of a CEO, like he also does. Why am I listening to previews of stuff that I'm committed to listening slash watching? Do you not trust me enough, people? You have to lure me in. What is this? I don't think it's for you specifically. <laughs> Everything is for me specifically. <laughs> I mean, like, the best show, actually, is written in the stars. And they were doing the same thing, so I had to keep skipping, like, a minute and a half ahead. So I wouldn't... Because then it's like, well, then I know everything that's going to happen and it's not going to be fun anymore. But that is actually a much greater show than Made in Chelsea, by the way. So, <laughs> Well, it's also, like... There's only a certain amount of time, this show, the runtime of this show, it's like 45 minutes or whatever. So I had to sit through a minute of last week recap and then another minute and a bit of this. So now the runtime of the actual show, 
Well, and then there's always a next time on Me and Chelsea at the end of it as well. So really the runtime of the show has gone from 45 minutes to like about 40 minutes, really, when you think about it. And I'm just not impressed with that. You're wasting my fucking time. Give me five more minutes of rich, stupid people shouting at each other for shagging each other's uh, boyfriends. The greatest part of you... We don't even get that. We don't even get that with the recent series. It's like no one's secretly shagging someone else's. It's just, oh, this girl said this one thing. Fucking grow up, all of you. Like, just grow up. Sort it out. The greatest part of when you explain this stuff to me is that I don't know Maiden Chelsea. So it's just like, (laughs) you're saying these things and these people and I'm like, okay. Like I told you before, I when I was flicking through the channels years ago, it was on. I watched it for about 20 seconds. I couldn't figure out if it was a scripted show or a reality show, like a proper show. Obviously, it's Mm. scripted, but like a proper show or a reality show. And it hurt my brain and they were all really annoying. So I just stopped watching after about 20 seconds. (laughs) I know. I should have done that too. It's okay. You had fun. You made memories. Parasocial enemies. It's, It's all good. So my next topic that I want to rant about... Mm-hmm. I wonder if anyone's going to find this interesting me turning my podcast into sometimes there'll be interviews with people like Nick Pope but for the rest of the time it's just me bitching about stuff but that's <laughs> what podcasts are though right yeah. it's just like it's either like you interview someone about like something or you're just bitching <gasps> I saw something today actually um I saw something today, some Australian influencer who had a podcast, she's been dropped by something because on her podcast, she admitted that when she was younger, um, she killed two of her cats. What the fuck? By younger, I mean nine. She said that she was swinging her cat around like a stuffed toy and mistakes happen, that kind of thing. And it's like, bitch, I had a cat when I was nine and I knew not to swing it around. Like, come on. But That's like serial killer behavior. Well, yeah. Um, But what struck me the most about that is some of you people with podcasts are really too comfortable with saying fucking anything. Because there are things that have happened in my life that I'm taking to the grave. Granted, I'm not a cat killer. It's nothing that serious. But, you know, there are like embarrassing moments or like stupid like things that I've done that I'm not going to... I think that was a ghost. Be right back. Mid-run. Okay. This is my podcast now. I'm going to share the embarrassing stories, except this section is getting cut out. So it's okay. Also, I'm pretty sure she can still hear me with her headphones. I, yeah, I can hear you. Um, yeah. I'm back. It wasn't a ghost. It was my imagination, or maybe it was that uh, no, podcaster. Yeah, people are just like way too comfortable fucking saying any old shit and i just like sometimes you know because like there's loads of my private life that i keep private there's loads of things that i like to keep private because i feel that it like i personally just feel it's important to have distinctions between you know online stuff work real life like i'm not gonna i wouldn't try to exploit my relationship for clicks because i don't believe that that's healthy or conducive to good relationships i try not to exploit parts of my life like um hobbies having hot like i like to game and people say to me why don't you do twitch or something and it's like because i don't want to monetize what's just a hobby for me why are you laughing have i because i'm like no i think it's i'm not offended i just do (laughs) truly try to 
like make content out of everything in my life everything which do you know what like and that is fine that's fine because some people some people can do that and that's totally fine but I know for me um I need a lot of just my me time that's me and no one else I've got no other eyes involved or whatever right but like these these people who just go on these podcasts and then they end up just saying any old fucking shit right mm-hmm. about the time i don't know they were five years old and had diarrhea am i meant to find that in no one's done that i just i've come up with that but am i meant to find that interesting because i don't so i think these people a lot of them are narcissists and maybe that's ironic coming from a youtuber to say that but i just think there's a certain level of narcissism in thinking that you can say a story like oh i killed my cats once and you you think you're going to get the reaction that you wanted from your audience you know like why do you need people to know so much about you you're probably not even i don't know this person she might be like really funny i don't know but she's probably not even that interesting anyway because most of these people aren't oh my god i'm being such a cunt today <laughs> but it's and also she killed her cat so you can say whatever you want about her like it's I just fine think, it's fair like, game what was the purpose of telling that story how did you think that was gonna go down keep it to yourself she fully thought about the little clips she could make out of it or the the extra views that she would get like that's all it is these people are insane like i think we should ban them all that's what I mean. And it's just this level of narcissism. And it, it, it's weird though, because I've realized I've definitely gotten way more private in my recent years than I was when maybe I was like 22, 23, right? Um, and I used to think that I was a narcissist because I am a bit like self-obsessed and self-involved and stuff. And I'm always thinking about myself and getting grumpy about things that I've done or whatever. But when I look at some of these people, I don't know. Maybe I'm really not halfway as bad as I think that I am. Because people mm-hmm. will really be on podcasts talking about what they had for breakfast. Do you know what I mean? What did you have for breakfast? <laughs> I had loads of coffee with like a bunch of sugar. No milk. I like my coffee black, but really, really sugary. Um, oh, and then I had this. <laughs> I had this. This this vegan chocolate hazelnut spread from m s it's like a it's yeah it's vegan so it's a vegan nutella basically and it's really really nice on its own or like on something <laughs> just with a spoon no on 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 a slice of bread i don't even toast it because i couldn't be bothered um oh and then i cooked some baked potatoes right mm-hmm. um but all the forks were in the dishwasher so i had to eat my baked potato with chopsticks and i did it i managed it because I'm just that fucking talented and good oh, at Oh, like a whole baked potato. Yeah. I, was eating I it thought you meant chopsticks. pieces of potato. And then when you said the chopsticks, I was thinking in my head, like, that's not really much of a feat to pick up pieces of potato. No, I was like using the chopsticks to mash up the mash and scoop it up. And I was just, I, I'm blown away by how incredible I am. I should be the uh, <laughs> president of the UK, to be honest. Well, now I'm going to have my chopstick brag because I couldn't use my right arm at all for a while. And I found out I can just use them with my left hand. And I'm very right-handed. So I was like, I'm amazing. I'm great. Because I also never had to learn how to use chopsticks. Like, I could mm-hmm. just use them. It made mm-hmm. sense to my brain. Yeah, so same. I'm, like, I'm fantastic. So we're yeah. great, essentially. Better than everybody else. Yeah, I think I got shown once at a restaurant when I was very young. This is how you use chopsticks. And I've always been very adept at it. Always. It's never really been an issue. But I commend you for being able to do that left-handed, though. Because I don't think I could. You probably could. 
because as we established, we're better than everybody else. We are so much better than everyone. Like, <laughs> no, never yeah, mind people... those other narcissistic podcasts. <laughs> no, no, no. People we're are the real deal. <laughs> that we are gracing their ear holes with our brilliance. <laughs> On a yeah. weekly basis, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Every time I try and say weekly podcast, I have a break for like two months. My vlogging channel was supposed to be every week and I it's like seven months between episodes or something. <gasps> My Sorry. third channel... I don't think I've updated in about like seven months and it was for my TikToks and I was going to do TikToks every day because like the clown worlds that I used to do on my main channel, that's perfect content for TikTok. Perfect. And you can do it so easily with the little green screen option and stuff, but I don't want to have to wash my hair to do a TikTok and my phone. My phone is biohazardous. This is like one of the eighth, like the eighth wonder of the world, my phone, that this still works. The camera is shocking. Literally like this phone electrocutes me. I yeah, I've seen that phone. It's a, it's such a it's such a disaster. Um, the screen is fucked, but the screen has been fucked for at least like four or five months now. So I'm just used to not being able to see half my screen. I've adapted because human beings must evolve to survive. So I've adapted to having a shit phone, um, but it's not good for making TikToks on. And now we've changed the theme of this podcast to humans being adaptable can we do like a can we be like a jordan peterson alpha males yeah can we be alpha males (laughs) i am an alpha male i don't know what anyone else is talking about i have more balls than like most of the men i've ever met are you sure i don't feel very alpha (laughs) i don't feel bonita compared to me you're not but that's okay rome wasn't built in a day sure if i just watch more podcasts i'm sure i'll i'll be alpha in like a year it's fine <sighs> disclaimer please don't actually watch alpha male podcasts because the term alpha male is uh completely redundant anyway because i i read recently that the bloke who coined the phrase in the first place wished that he had never come up because i think it was he was studying wolves and then he came up with the alpha male thing but it's been debunked i don't know the science of this stuff i just read an article i'm sure if you went and asked that no rachel Oates. She would know. Um, but yes, the alpha male thing is a bit of a fallacy, but people ran with it and applied it to humans. And now we have this fucking shit show everywhere. <laughs> like, oh, and what's all this nonsense about high value females, high value males? Oh, None of you have any value because nothing, life is pointless. I am a zero value person and I'm proud yeah, of it. I think, I think we need to bring back toxicity. This is what I've been saying. I had a conversation about somebody about somebody with somebody about this the other day. I think we need to bring back being toxic. Like we had the really nice thing for a while, you know, being really considerate of other people's feelings and then that was coined with the not coined. Went along with the people who are saying like high value this and high value that. No, I think we should be toxic and tell everybody that they're shit. And all these people going on about I think we should go into them and tell them how little value they actually have. I think we should be toxic. <laughs> It would be fun. I never stopped being toxic, so I don't know what I don't know what you're on about. Okay, well, like I try to be nice, but sometimes I just want to call people dumb. And I've started doing it in live streams. I watched because we talked about the Shane Dawson video in the last. Oh episode yeah, of this. I watched it on a stream, and because when you said about like the private labeling thing, I thought that was just going to be a small segment. It was the whole fucking video. 
the whole video was dedicated to food is made by one manufacturer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and I, mm-hmm. I kept going, this is so stupid. This is so dumb. And then to make it all worse, the whole video is about food. So I was starving the whole time. I was so fucking hungry because they were just eating and eating. And now I'm hungry again thinking about it. And it's all your fault, actually. Wait, what's the new Shane Dawson video? What, what's he done? Is it conspiracy? We spoke about this. Which we one? spoke about this the last episode of this podcast. That's why I'm bringing it up. The conspiracy theory thing. Sorry, I was too busy thinking about myself, clearly. <laughs> no, this has gone out of my head. Um, what? So has Shane Dawson only just realised that, yes, most corporations are just owned by, like, free corporations? Has he just realised that? Essentially, That's yes. Cute. He was going on about, like, how Trader Joe's stuff is, like, a relabeling of other brands and, like, how Aldi buys stuff from the main manufacturers, like Cheerios and shit, is the same thing, just with mm. a different packaging. Like, he... He's claiming to have not known this, which I don't believe him. And you made the argument, unless I'm insane, one of us is really wrong here. <laughs> you made the argument that like he used to be really poor, so he should have known this. Dawning. Am I right? <laughs> I, I had a dawning moment. Um, well, I think that might have been in regards to the champion stuff right because in walmart champion is sold cheaply but in other places champion is you know seen as like high end or higher end and it's sold a bit more expensive the clothing brand um, but we were talking about the new video what new video when did this come out am i gaslighting you i think <laughs> you are what new video when did the video come out like two weeks ago no, we haven't spoken about this at all. I haven't even thought of Shane Dawson in the last two weeks. Who are you we speaking have... to? I think you're it the one who's you. trying to bother me. Oh, I hate my brain. It was dead. I, I, uh. <laughs> I haven't watched any Shane Dawson in a long time because I'm not... Like the last time... No, no the, la- the last time I even watched anything of his was when he did the new thing with Jeffree Star and they had the ranch. You didn't say you'd watched it, just that you'd heard about it and it was about that stuff. And then you were. This I happened hear about I'm a not lot of cr- things. I've I don't... gaslit both of us <laughs> somehow. I think you've come up with some sort of harebrained theory and you're trying to pin <laughs> it on me in case people don't like it. <laughs> yeah, that's what's happening. You're right. I'm, I'm sorry you've caught me. This is the conspiracy. Can we move on to the topic that I wanted to bitch about 15 minutes ago? (laughs) Yes, I'm sorry. (laughs) Which you've heard of this because I had this conversation with you already. So don't don't come at me with, (laughs) I've never heard of this in my life. (laughs) Oh God. No, I don't know if you're gaslighting me. The Handmaid's Tale. Okay, yeah, I have heard of that. I heard of it before you as well. (laughs) As if. I am like the... A mega, I'm the B.O. Wendell of everyone's discussions. No way, things true. don't exist before me. Um, is that the cats? Where they Did you hear again? that? I'm yeah. so sorry. Yeah, it is. They're, they've got the zoomies. <laughs> I apologize. They're out there doing a full like, like Scar and Mufasa <laughs> scene together on the sofa. <laughs> they do do that, yeah. <laughs> I did that with um, my boyfriend's niece, who's like seven or so. 
um we were just like because we were just playing games or whatever and then uh and then she's seen the like so i was just like oh let's do the lion king thing like i'm gonna pretend and it was all pretend you know just <laughs> like when scar like throws mufasa off of the thing and it was all pretend right like all pretend and my boyfriend was being like what are you doing like stop it stop pretending you're like she's being thrown off the cliff I was like, well, she likes it. She's asked to do it like 10 more times. She's having fun. No one was being thrown. Do you know what I mean? Off cliffs. It was only a hill. It was was a a sofa. And it was one of those things where she was kneeling. So I was pretending to like... (laughs) All pretend, all fantasy. But I got like told, what are you doing? (laughs) Like I'm the weird one. Can I just, I gotta tell you one thing, I'm gonna stop interrupting you about your topic, I swear. You brought this up, actually, not me. I haven't seen The Lion King. I've seen the new one, and before that, like, I saw, like, a play version of it in Disneyland. But I haven't actually seen the original Lion King movie. Oh, you're missing out. But I've seen the new one, so I know what happens. Yeah, sure, but um, I've not seen the new one, but I saw, like, some... Don't know. Don't know. Just went comparisons. <laughs> comparisons. That that's the word. When people took put two like stills together to compare, um, mm-hmm. and I think it was the someone was comparing when Simba sees the buffaloes or whatever about to come into the gorge to do the stampede, and he like looks terrified, and then they showed the CGI version with the lion is just kind of like, oh. Do you know what I mean? Because like you, they couldn't do facial expressions on who was asking for a live action remake of The Lion King because they're not real lions; they're CGI. So like, I don't care. That's not like that's not. You want them impressive. to use real lions? Well, ethically, no. But that would be more impressive if you taught a lion to act like they do with dogs. You know, <laughs> like that would be more impressive to see real lions doing The Lion King. Though, if it was like real lions doing The Lion King. Um, there is a movie where they tried to do this, by the way, from like the 60s. They tried to use real wild animals. Like they had tons of them and loads of people like died. They kept getting mauled. The filming process went on for years. Like they had family members all involved. It was a big family project. And just like loads of people got injured and it just didn't work. Sars <laughs> and Rex is a stupid idea, but real lions would be more impressive than the CGI lions. Um... But if the Lion King was real, Simba and Nala were definitely like brother and sister or something. If the Lion King was real. Right, let's move on to The Handmaid's Tale. (laughs) Okay, so. um, I was in the mood for some dystopians recently. So I thought, oh, I I saw a clip of Rory Gilmore from Gilmore Girls acting in The Handmaid's Tale. And I thought, oh, that's pretty good. So I'll put this on and stuff and I'll read the book at the same time. And the first season of The Handmaid's Tale, I think it was really good. It was really, really good. But the first season covers the novel, which is by Margaret Atwood. And I was reading the novel and I think I got like 100 or so pages in and I was like, nah, this isn't for me because it's so slow paced. It's not criticism. It's meant to be slow paced on purpose. You know, every paragraph was basically this woman like remembering a new memory of her time before, um, before this weird cult, religious cult took over. 
And I understand, I'm not stupid, I understand the purpose of that is to show, like, because she's essentially a slave. She's not even really allowed to have a personality. She just has to be like a incubator for some rich dude's kid. So she's not allowed to be anything other than, so I understand the purpose of it being so slow paced because she has nothing. And it's to show that she just literally has nothing other than her memories of her life before. And I understand that. And it's good writing. Like, of course it's good writing. It's Margaret Atwood. But I can recognize at the same time that it's not suitable for my ADHD brain because I was getting impatient. I know how it ends anyway, because I already read up like the plot on Wikipedia because I do that sometimes when I'm bored. <laughs> when I think like there's not much of a likelihood of me watching something, I'll just read about it on Wikipedia and be like, oh, okay, that was that. Um, but after season one, season one ends where the novel ends. So the the other seasons are original material which i don't know if margaret atwood helps them out with i'm not sure but i got to about episode three in season two and can i give you spoilers are you going to watch it probably but you can give me spoilers warning for everybody else though (laughs) yeah spoiler alert um but also it's a spoiler alert from season two so does it really fucking matter do you know what i mean like there's five seasons so spoiler alert for season two, episode three. The first few episodes are about her trying to escape from, I think it's called Gilead, but I read it as Gilead. Trying to escape from Gilead and go to Canada, right? Three episodes is spent on her escaping and she's thwarted at the very end, like as she's about to get on this plane to secretly be carried into Canada and she's pregnant, right? And I was just kind of like, is this what it's like? There's five seasons, there's... I don't know how many episodes, but it's an American show. So it's not like it's five episodes per season. There's a lot of episodes, right? They're all an hour long. I was like, I don't really, I quite, we've established already from talking about the cannibals and stuff. I don't mind watching bleak, depressing shit. I find that interesting. But this just seems like if she's going to be trapped and I've looked up some spoilers, so I know that she's not exactly like trapped in Gilead for five seasons. But if it's going to be like that for like, two whole seasons of just this unrelenting torture porn and misery i don't have the patience to watch that man like i can't do it you know mm-hmm. it was just a bit like and and then i noticed so I, I skipped ahead all the way to like season three to watch an episode um and i just noticed like how incredibly like no wonder these episodes are an hour long each it's so slow someone will say something and there'll be like a long shot of this lady thinking for about five fucking hours before she responds with like one sentence this there was this one scene i watched when i jumped ahead where for whatever reason the lady of the house just lights a fire to burn the house down just because i I don't know i don't know the context but she just decided to do that fair enough i suppose um and the handmaid what's her name offred offred the handmaid she noticed that there was smoke coming up and she's just staring at it for like a good minute. And then she's slowly kind of like playing with the smoke. And then she slowly walks down the stairs to slowly go to where the lady of the house is to slowly take her out the house. Like this room is on fire. They could die. And I was just sitting there like, are you like be fucking for real? If there's a fire, you're not going to be like, I'm getting so mad even thinking about it. But like, I've seen people say that it's a really good TV show, and just I don't know—is it because of my ADHD? I don't know. 
Like, what is I it? I love that you said that as as you were spinning. Because I'm that getting was... frustrated, man. I'm getting, like, some rage energy that I need to get out right now. Because I'm just, just like, 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 I get... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Like, I know it's not for me and my impatience. But who is it for? I was looking on Reddit because other people were complaining about just how... Because there's slow pace and then there's... Slow paced. Mm-hmm. Who is that for? Who is watch like who has the time to sit there and watch? And if there's ten episodes per season, there's five seasons. That's fifty hours of your time spent watching something, right? And I was just thinking about that, and I was just thinking like, I can't do this. I'm going to rewatch Gilmore Girls for the tenth time. <laughs> what if I watch it and I really like it? What happens then? You can like what you like. That's absolutely fine. I'm not. I'm not a fascist. Fascist about this type of thing. I used to be a little bit. When I was, that sounds really bad. I used to be a fascist. I used to be a bit of a fascist. Like a few years. Ago. No, I used to be a bit like. You're not allowed to. Like, how can people like stuff that I don't like? I used to get a bit like like that when it came to. But now I'm just like, whatever, man. I'm way more relaxed as I've gotten softer and mellowed out with age. This is me mellowed out, by the way. Um, oh God. <laughs> I know I used to be a right tyrant I was a nightmare <laughs> like 10 years ago I was a fucking nightmare um, it's a bit embarrassing really you can you can like what you like I, I know it's not for me and the thing is is there are lots of like really the cinematography in The Handmaid's Tale from what I saw of the first season and stuff is really good there's some really like good looking shots if that makes sense and I can appreciate that from a technical from an artsy standpoint but no, mm-hmm. don't think it's for me. I, was, I just felt a bit disappointed, really, because I was like, I've spent a good, like, solid day because I had the flu. So that's why I was watching it, because I had the flu. I had nothing else to do. And I spent a good solid day watching, like, season one or whatever. And then it just felt a bit disappointing that I didn't have it in me to finish the seasons because I don't want to watch to- essentially, like, you know, psychological torture porn, mm-hmm. you know, because it is, like, it's it's a grim reality that... I'm sure in a hundred years time, at least one state of America in America is going to like try and do what's happened in the handmaid's tale. It's a, it's a cautionary tale. I get it. Um, Which state though? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to start a one person war against one single state. Start it. Do it. I've been trying to get you to get in drama this whole episode. <laughs> Um, imagine if one of the like super liberal states just did a 180 and turned into this like like imagine it was it was a uh, I don't know California or New York well that's what I was thinking like that it, it would have to be one of the like super democratic states that are just gonna like flip at some point randomly but like where is Seattle which state is that I don't I don't know Washington whatever one's is it Washington Seattle, Washington, I don't know. Is it? Sure. Yeah, I think it's going to be sure. Washington. Yeah, okay. why not? It's not like they know our geography. Come on, I don't need to know. I know, it's not like... I, I've seen the TikToks of Americans not understanding that... No, Tana Mojo recently was like, it's France a country. Oh, God. So, you know. Was she serious, though? Or was she just trolling? I think she was serious. Is France a country? 
Yeah. D- does Bruno Mars is gay? What? It's a reference to Game Grumps. I don't think you watch them. Oh my god! Yeah, no, please. God, don't come out and like start outing people. <laughs> good lord, Bruno, ba- Bruno Mars. I look. I I got the good gay dar. I know which ones of them are gay. Am I going to come out and say it? No. No, it was like it was one of those like AI generated articles or like hmm. paid articles for like two euro or whatever from way before AI got good. Like mm. like a really shitty article and it was titled Does Br- No, actually it was his biography. It was Bruno Mars's biography and one of those fake biography sites. That that's what it was. And one of the things was like, Does Bruno Mars is gay? <laughs> so <laughs> And they brought it up on Game Grumps and just like, it's a, it's a reference. I know that France is a country. I'm aware of this. I didn't know Georgia was a country for a while, though. But in my defense, I learned all the countries in Irish. And it took me years to learn them in English. Because mm. I did all my primary schooling in Irish. So this is why. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to complain about anyone else's geography lessons. Considering, like, just a few months ago, I was being like... How is England in Europe? No, it's not. Because Europe is a land mass continent. And then I read some stuff and it was like, no, because England did used to be collected to the mainland of Europe. Like there, there was an actual, you could, you could walk from England to France before. I read that and then I was like, oh, I guess, I guess so. <laughs> I guess it is part of Europe because Americans will call us European. And I was always like, huh? European? I'm just English, isn't it? I remember you messaging me about this. You never messaged me your follow-up that you stopped being stupid. <laughs> you were like, under- I didn't so understand because we're an island. Like I didn't get it because Europe's the, the continent, but actually it's also not. It's also just the 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 area, like the overarching area, right? Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I don't know. I got an A in geography somehow. I don't understand how. You, you just, you know... You knew that England is my city, and then see coming out with the very old references. <laughs> in it, England is my England is my city. Like I don't know. well, and then also, I mean, we had Brexit over here, so it's like, are we still European? Because there'd be a lot of like, you know, there'd be a lot of English people that would be like, hey, bloody European, like, do you know what I mean? So it, it's it's a bit confusing if you're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> if you're stupid like I me, suppose it's it is yeah <laughs> and in fairness like I get where you're coming from but you were being really wrong and not listening to reason while you were texting me about this and I'm so sure you were texting like four other people the same thing and not listening to any of them <laughs> but like I know when we when I was in Macedonia like we would refer to Europe hmm. as being like western europe like we we'd Mm. know that we were in europe but we wouldn't talk about us as being the europeans even though we know that we are does that make sense i actually just remembered the full context as to why i was being so contrarian and really stubborn about it because on some level i did realize early on into my arguing with 10 different people that i was in the wrong but i was digging my heels in because (laughs) my uh boneheaded best friend callum (laughs) sometimes mm-hmm. like 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 our, our dynamic is strange because there is just like that sibling likeness in mine his dynamic right and sometimes he will say things that i will just want to argue with him for the sake of it and be contrarian to be a bit like you and i've gotten a lot better with just not being 
such a bitch. Like, obviously, he doesn't take offense to it. He understands it's just our dynamic and he doesn't he doesn't take it personally. And I feel like sometimes if I do go a bit too argumentative, I always apologize afterwards and say I was just being stupid or whatever. And he's done it with me before, right? But in this case, I don't know what sprung the conversation, but I think I was like, are we in Europe? Like, are we technically European? Because the Americans always say it, right? And he said, yes, I consider myself a European. And I was like, you have never called yourself a European in your life. And I've known you for like 12 years, man. You have not once said that. And then it got into an argument about technicalities. And I was just trying to be like, you do not consider yourself a European because you don't. And also like, you're also Iranian, right? Is, is Iran in Europe? Is Iran in Europe? Oh my God. No, no, no it's not. Well, yeah, I saw, like, that was my point. I was like, well, you're Iranian. And he was like, yeah, I'm Iranian European. And he was winding me up. And I was like, no, you're not. And I was trying to invalidate his identity. Because he's never called himself European. Like, I've never called myself European. So I've never thought about it, you know? So that's why I messaged you. And I was digging my heels in because I didn't want to have to be like, maybe you were right this time, Callum. Just this time, though. So you wanted me to agree with you, essentially. Just to win an argument that I was having personally out of nothing as well you know because I was like I was like oh if you sign letters how are you going to sign them UK Europe do you know what I mean I used to think you had to do that by the way but I also thought that you had to write earth when I was really young so like I would actually write that on shit like I don't know Ireland no Republic of Ireland Europe earth like every Uh, time third planet from the sun teehee or is it who knows i've gotten really into space talk at the moment mm, i've been getting it as well it's right fun. it's a good time do you ever see those do you, ever, do you do you see the ones where it's like the earth and then the sun and then Terron 25a and then this thing that's like this big compared to the sun that's this big and then this thing that's this big compared to the the, the other thing that's like this big and you see that and like I, that would freak me out a decade ago and now I'm just like doesn't fucking matter does it doesn't matter I'm the same I used to not be able to think about space because I would have it in my head that if I started thinking about it it would stop working like everything <laughs> would just fall <laughs> like we're gonna be sucked up into the vacuum of space no more atmosphere like if i started thinking about it it's the same as like if i used to think about my internal organs i'd be like they're gonna stop working because i've like acknowledged them somehow you're like manifesting (laughs) it yeah like space doesn't feel real also what is infinity i don't get it (laughs) i don't like it well that's what helps me not what well, i think it was even from a russell brand book because i used to get freaked out about space and then he said in one of his books that if the universe is infinite size is relative thus it doesn't matter it doesn't matter if something's really the size of a baseball or the size of like a billion suns in terms of infinity right so I, and i don't know what his fucking point was i don't know why russell brand was talking about that in a book but i remember reading that and being like oh yeah i guess it does doesn't like in my head that makes it not really matter because everything's relative if something is infinite. So who cares? It's not that I'm concerned about infinity. It's that I can't comprehend it and that pisses me off. Like I want to understand what that means. Because how is something infinite 
doesn't make sense. I actually, I do have a friend who does physics and he was explaining thermodynamics to me, but mm-hmm. he started off his explanation with like the guy who, like the main guy who did thermodynamics killed himself and loads of the people who do thermodynamics kill themselves because it's just really depressing and then proceeded to tell me about it. I was like, great, thank you. This is great information. So like once I can comprehend something, I'm okay with it. But it's the fact that I don't, it doesn't make sense to my stupid brain. I, like I watched it. I watched a video of this astrophysicist and I'm probably going to butcher this. Um they were talking about black holes and the the really really big ones. Are they called supermassive black holes or is that just a muse album? I think that's what they're called. <laughs> okay, good, good. Just so I don't appear ignorant and uneducated <laughs> about black holes. Um there are some like so black a black hole's size is relative to its age the the younger ones are smaller the older ones are larger they grow as they age right and apparently there are some black trigger warning because this actually might make people existential and upset them apparently there are some black holes that are so big they're bigger than the universe is old it doesn't make sense that some black holes are that big because the universe hasn't been old enough for them to be that big in the first place i remember i listened to a video of someone talking about that and i was like oh and I've got to pay taxes. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Do you know what I fucking mean? Like, like, like there's some absolute noncery going on up there. And yeah, I've got to pay a gas bill. It's bullshit. Reality is an illusion and I hate it. But clearly they're wrong about something then. They're either wrong about the age of the universe or black holes. If it they, doesn't align. It's a bit of a paradox and I think... I, I don't know, like maybe they've solved it by now. I don't regularly ingest this type of news, but I think it's like a bit of a known paradox and they're trying to work it out mathematically. But like there's some weird shit, man, like with the whole, I'm going to butcher this again, the whole like if you, the, the, the double slit experiment where observing the particles oh yeah change the particles because the particles when they're aware they're being observed they like act differently and it's like what's that about man what's that that's yeah. weird that one fucking freaks me out and i thought about it as soon as we started talking about space i thought <laughs> about that because it's like what the fuck is that that life is not real but at the same time it's okay <laughs> it's fine if it's not real like it doesn't literally changes changes nothing about my life like we're done it's okay yeah and matt gray graining graining well done he's in charge of the matrix and there we go well him <laughs> him and david x cohen or tim x cohen david or tim one of them mm-hmm, mm-hmm. one of those bastards they're in charge of the matrix i've decided <laughs> hmm I will not elaborate further. Oh, speaking of the Matrix, that segues nicely into uh, my final topic that I wanted to talk about. You're welcome. I did that on purpose. I don't well even know done. what the topic is. <laughs> no, that's that's like the Matrix in action right then that you just knew to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to see John Wick 4 recently. Oh, yeah. I wanted to see that because Rina Sawayama was in it and I really like her. I don't know which one she was. Um... I don't know the name of the character. She's a singer. I'll show you a picture of her later. <laughs> okay, good. I went to, I went to see John Wick 4 and um, it was 
such an experience and I just wanted to talk about the experience of just watching John Wick 4 because it was like <laughs> it was like something out of like a really shit comedy sketch right um we went to we went to see it on the I guess the was it the opening night I don't know but we went to see it basically immediately as soon as it came out and I decided to get some tickets in like apparently one of the nicest cinemas in Leicester Square Odeon right um and the the tickets it, it said like you know the seats were more at the back and I was like well that's fine because screens are huge you know my local cinema my local Odeon the screen is massive so it like 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 fucking huge right um so we get there and we had to keep walking to the back to go to our seats and we're like this is kind of high up and when the adverts start this <laughs> the screen is so far away I felt like I needed those little sort of handheld binoculars like <laughs> like people at the theater use it was like no joke we're all just there and I'm just like wait I've paid so much money for these tickets and the screen is that far away and we were all just like baffled we were just kind of like no no is this a joke is the, are the the curtains gonna widen um if you got your phone out and put your phone it was literally it was like that my phone from that distance should i mean like that's how small the screen was and how far back these seats were why was it such a small screen i don't know but the cinema was really nice it, 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 was, it was nice and i was like okay so after the adverts you know the the curtains open wider and the screen sort of increases in size always happens at cinema so i was like i was with callum and kieran and my boyfriend and i was just like okay so maybe it will just i don't know maybe it will get bigger and it opened up by like like an inch on either side. And we were like laughing so much because we were like, this is fucking ridiculous. Like it's so far away. I feel like I've not I feel like I've not even really seen John Wick so it's so far away. That was the worst part though. Um the cinema fills up, right? And it was just like chaos. I have not been in a I I don't understand what was in the water that day in London because it was sheer chaos there was this guy um this this korean dude was sitting next to my boyfriend he was whilst the film was going on he was sending like voice notes to his mum and one time he's on like facetime with his mum during the film <laughs> oh god <laughs> oh no someone just like turns like the torch on their phone <laughs> do you know what i mean do you, know, do you understand me right now they just no the you're not saying words you so just said he was on this... facetime and then they turned the torch on that's all you've you got, said you've, you've got this guy on like a long distance call back to korea to talk to his mum about the film that they're watching you've got this other guy who just like turns on the torch and is like shut what the fuck? Are you sure you actually went to the cinema? And this wasn't a dream. It was just, it was just like one of the, like, but it was weird. It's not just me saying this. I kept turning to Callum and Kieran and being like, what the fuck is going on? Because everyone was just on something and everyone was just being really chaotic in this, in this cinema whilst we're trying to watch John Wick 4. Everyone was being super chaotic and, there's a bit near the end where like this no it's not a spoiler like a showdown happens it's a film that's like the you know it's 
Right. A showdown happens. They're action films. And when the showdown culminated, everyone clapped. And I was just like, am I in America? What's going on? Why are we clapping? We're clapping at a film. Why are we clapping? So I joined in because I was like, well, hey, when in America, apparently. Like, like, <laughs> like clapping along. But it was just like going to see it, having that pitiful <laughs> fucking... And I've only just like remembered to talk about this because I went to see Super Mario Brothers movie, um, the Super Mario movie, like two nights ago. And the screen at our local cinema, I was like, this is so fucking good. Can we please go watch John Wick 4 again? Like, can, can we actually go watch it a second time? Because I would have had the same effect from just watching the film. Like, I would have been able to see more, actually. <laughs> put the phone to my fucking face. It was... It was a whole, it was just a really weird experience. Everyone was like on drugs. <laughs> I can't even imagine the screen thing, though. Like, the whole perspective issue is fucking with my brain. I can't... Mm. It's It's not working in my head. <laughs> This whole story is really weird and it doesn't sound real. Like, I believe you. It just doesn't sound real. It was just so funny because, like, like I don't know. Pe- people were just acting so weird. And every time someone acted weird, me and Callum were just like, what? Like, what, what the fuck is actually going on? No, this is really bizarre. Everyone is just being feral in this cinema. But it, it added to kind of the enjoyment of watching the film at the same time because it was just like, it was memorable, you mm-hmm. know? Like, and I feel like the John Wick films have been like that because I went to see John Wick 3 in the cinema. Again, with Callum, actually, like several years ago, which that depresses me, but we'll get onto that in a minute. Um, and there was a bit in John Wick 3, it's near the beginning when he's running away from all the people getting the notifications on their phones. And what does he do? I think he gets like the sword and he like stabs it in someone's eye and you can see it kind of, you, you see it happen. And because I'm British and I'm repressed, when we go to the cinema, you don't talk to people. You don't acknowledge that other people are in the cinema. Do you know what I mean? Right? Even if some teens are being naughty, you don't say anything. You just tut because you're British and that's what we do. But that's one of the only films where I turn to the person in my seat and I, like next to me, not Callum, the other, like the stranger. And I was just like, fucking hell. And he was like, yeah, I agree. And it was just like the vibe. Do you know what I mean? It had that kind of vibe John Wick did. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the only films I've ever... Apparently, um, Kieran told me that uh not guardians of the galaxy the avengers film with like the thanos and the end game and stuff apparently like that was a bit like that because it's like there's a whole community here of people so you know it I, was like an experience i did see that in cinema but i hadn't seen any of the other films so i guess i wasn't part mm. of the community so i don't remember like if people were talking to each other or not but it i guess was, i did go yeah. so there was that like there yeah. must have been that kind of a thing it feels like with the John Wicks, there's been like I don't know, just just a good vibe of seeing it, and um, but it, but it depressed me for like a week afterwards. After I watched John Wick Four, I was depressed. Why? Um, is it to do with like the plot? Because if it is, don't tell me because I haven't seen any of them. No, you've not seen any of them. No, I only heard about John Wick now because Rina Sawayama is in it. Oh my god, you're in for a treat. No, you have to watch like from from the beginning until the fourth. You have to. Like the beginning, oh my god, has one of my favorite scenes cinematographically um ever in a film, right? Where so, so in the do you know what happens in the first one? Just like as in the basic the basic. I just don't stopped. know anything about these films besides Rina Sawayab is in the latest one. That's all I know. 
Okay, well, they're action films, and I think they are, as a series, the most perfect action films ever. I was just like, actually, I was just running about this to Rachel Woods yesterday, right? Because I don't know what we were talking about, but I started going on about how, like, The Matrix is the perfect film for me. But The Matrix, Reloaded, and Revolutions, I used to love them as a kid, but now I've grown up, I don't really like them so much. So The Matrix is just, like, canonically in my head, The Matrix stands alone as its own I also didn't finish The Matrix. Did you watch the first one? I didn't finish the first one. Oh my god, it was groundbreaking. It was absolutely groundbreaking. Yeah, but They'd I watched it like done. two years ago. It's not groundbreaking anymore. <laughs> They'd never done stuff like that before, ever, in films. And also the plot, the philosophical aspects. I watched that when I was like really, really young, like too young to be watching it. Like I was like seven or so years old and it ruined my fucking life. It ruined my life because these philosophical elements to it I understood what The Matrix was about. I didn't understand, like, you know, like, the nitty-gritty or, you know, Holy Trinities and Morpheus and... Like I, like, I didn't understand, like, the really deep elements, but there were some people that didn't understand The Matrix at all. Like, like not to roast my mum. She's a smart lady, but she couldn't get around the concept of, like, okay, so they're actually in a fake reality controlled by machines. She couldn't get around that... Con- couldn't get her head wrapped around it, but I got that. Like, I understood it, right? Um... But it ruined my life because I'd never come across these concepts before of like, what if a reality is engineered? What if, you know, it's all a, not a hypothesis, a... Uh, uh, I know what you're trying I'm, to say. I know, I know, <laughs> I know. And I'm, it's called something in philosophy, the H something. Fuck. <laughs> well, forget that. Um... <laughs> I can't. I need to know what the word is because it's there in my brain. I can grab it, but I can't. Oh, I know. I think I think it's just the simulation hypothesis. I think that's what it's called. I was thinking something else actually. <laughs> well, um, yeah, I'd never really come across these ideas before. And it's in a film that's full of action, and Keanu Reeves is in it, who's like been my number one dude since I was born, oh. basically. In The Matrix or in John Wick? Matrix. Okay, I thought. Sorry, I thought we were talking about John Wick, and I was confused. No, we're talking about the Matrix and just how okay. culturally significant the Matrix was to my entire life. If I'd never seen it, I would not be the person I am today. It's as simple as that. They, the Wachowski sisters, ruined my life in a way because it would have been nicer to not think about is reality fake. Who are they? Uh, the directors. Okay, why do I not know anything? truly like it's not even a joke i feel like people are gonna think it's a joke i truly seem to not know anything what the fuck so anyway the matrix it's just uh i think it's a 10 out of 10 i think it's a perfect film uh the john wick series as action films i think they're 10 out of 10s i think they are all the perfect action films and in the first one there is this scene so it's 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 action it's revenge the door is knocking one second sorry so my boyfriend uh, forgot his key and was apparently knocking on the door for 10 minutes. And I saw that he tried to call me, but I thought he just wanted a chat. Like, so I hung up. Oh, no. <laughs> well, look, look, I've been talking about John Wick and the Matrix, so don't worry. He understands how important these subjects are to me. It's fine. You can't get in the way of an artist and her craft, right? My craft is chatting shit. So in the first John Wick, yeah, right, there's this bit. It's so iconic. He's in this pool house. People need to know this about me. I've said it a few times before, but I fucking love music with violence. Good, like good violence. Not gory, you know, like, um, 
like when I watched the Green Inferno and they're literally like ha- like the the cannibals are hacking this. I told you about this in the last podcast. They were like, I don't want to think yeah. about it again. Not, not, like, not like that, but like, you know, good action, right? Good mm-hmm. action sequences. Because the Matrix, like, they had to learn so much martial. They had to do like months and months of training of learning different martial arts forms and stuff. Um, specific forms that are kind of more like dancing, like fight dancing or like drunken dancing, fighting. I don't know. I don't remember the specifics. So I love good music to good action. And I love classical music to like action. To If mm-hmm. there's like a bunch of crazy shit happening in this classical music perfect perfect but there's the scene in the first one where he's he's in this um club that also has this sort of pool section and he's trying to find this guy and he's taking out the security guards and it's all like um it, it's like called the pool house scene and it's all like pink and kind of lilac and blue like the the color and stuff and he stabs this guy through the chin and he puts his hand over his mouth and he's watching for the pupils di- to dilate. So like, you know, he's, he's watching this man die in front of him um, for like a pragmatic purpose, you know, so he knows that the person is dead so he can move on. But also there's something very like you're watching someone's life, like leave their eyes. There's something very, I don't know, like brutal and philosophical about that, right? And it's like to this music, called think by Kalida and it's like it's a like that is a perfect movie scene to me it's just the way that like the the music comes in with this lady like singing and then like there's blood and this guy like being it's so cinematic you're in for a you've got to watch them in fact I wish that I'd never seen them so I could watch them again they're that fucking good and then the second one is good but the third one oh the third one is so good like the third one is so good and then the fourth like they are like these films they know what they're about they know that they're action films they understand the assignment and oh my god they've gotten better each time but I got depressed about it because the last one came out a few years ago and I remember going to the cinema to watch it and I remember like the the passage of time has happened to me. It's been a few years, right? And I got depressed because I was like, I've literally wasted my entire life. It should be me being in an action film. I'm not even physically fit enough to like, I don't know, run t- like 10 miles. I ain't going to be in an action film. But what if I had pursued acting and become just like an action? Like what if I'd been in films like The Matrix, even though I was too young at the time, but what? I've wasted my entire life. I've wasted my life. I'm old now. I've I've actually started. I've got got back into boxing since watching. So I'm like, I need to be physically fitter because this is a joke. But I got depressed for like a good week of I've wasted my entire life. Keanu Reeves is out there being incredible. What have I done? You've done YouTube. Well, I was going to I was going to say like I need to be fairer to myself because when I went to see John Wick Free, I was working a full time job that I that I didn't like, and I was working for someone else. In the time that has elapsed, I now do work. For myself and it's completely sustainable with youtube so i need to be fairer to myself but in my head i'm like that's nothing you should you should have gone to acting school when you got like when you got that youtube drama money three years ago you should have gone to guild hall for a term <laughs> so yeah it depressed me you I mean you always could still get into acting if you wanted to why not? oh but i'm so old and it's only a specific type i don't want to be i don't want to be doing like romance or that soft stuff i just want to be fighting on screen and being thrown from buildings and shit. But I am physically, I'm meant to go to the gym now that my boyfriend's home. I'm putting that off, do you know what I mean? So I'm really not gonna be flung from a building, am I? 
I always wanted to be in a horror, like a proper like mm. slasher. That's what I want to do. I want to I want to be the one getting murdered. I think it would be fun. Like in a movie, gonna <laughs> Sure, sure. But like then I have this thing that like horror movie sets are cursed, so if I was in a horror, mm. then I would get the curse and then something bad's going to happen to me. So I also don't want to, but I just feel like it would be fun to watch yourself in a horror and be like, I did that that acting, that fear I, I I made that up with, with my face. Look how great I am. So you'd want to be the victim? Yeah. But I, I don't think I'd be... make a good... No, I would want to be the hero that kills literally like 500 people with a pencil. I don't think I'd be a good villain. Or a good hero. Particularly mm. not a good hero. I wouldn't want to be like a hero hero because someone who's good for the sake of being good it just isn't good at all naive if anything you know i'd want to be like an anti-hero but also there's something about them so they're not like a bad person you know because john wick has killed a lot of people but he's killed bad people he's killed assassins and stuff so it's just i don't know you gotta have that moral ambiguity to be interesting i think well because if you just have like a yeah good for the sake of being good it's a boring character like this is why i used to think i didn't like action movies it turns out i just don't like marvel it doesn't make they're not good to me and there are a lot of those characters i know they have like some more interesting ones now like that wanda mm-hmm. i don't know yeah. the the other olsen sister her like she's supposed to be like a really interesting like kind of fucked up character so i'd be interested in watching that stuff mm. but the rest of it is just very like there is no point to it it's very formulaic so too, this sounds like my kind yeah. of thing to be honest the john wick so i will watch it i'll give you my review so unless i hate it and then i won't tell you Oh yeah, if you don't like it, then just like literally don't ever talk to me again about it because I <laughs> love these films. I mean, I watched I watched John Wick and I'm like, why am I not an assassin? Like, why was that not my career path, you know? I watched like the Rambo and Rocky films when I was 15 and I thought, why don't I be like Rambo and be like a guerrilla warfare type of person in another country living in a tree, shooting people? Um, I don't now know I'm what all, this now... is, so you're just like talking absolute nonsense. Okay. Now I'm older, I realise that Rambo was just an incredibly, like, uh, PTSD-stricken bloke who just wanted some peace when I was younger. You know, I was like, yeah, that seems like a good idea. That's called growth and maturity. Good job. growth. I'm very proud of you. You should be proud of yourself. I think. (laughs) I think that is where we should end this podcast. Imagine, like... I was just saying about the Australian lady who killed her cats and I, cause I saw a Metro article about her and I was like, what an idiot. She's saying so much on a podcast. Imagine I get a Metro article tomorrow. That's like a podcaster and a YouTuber, Lizzie Easy, says that she wants to be an assassin and kill people with a pencil. Imagine. It would be fun though. It would be really good publicity <laughs> for you. <laughs> that maybe you can get in that movie. But that's also, I know we're off the subject already, but I just, I love talking and I do it for a living. So get off my back, audience. Um, You're going to have to listen to me for like three more minutes. Are you not entertained? That's also like what kind of depressed me a bit because I always just thought, oh no, like I, I need to work really hard and then be someone noteworthy and then I'll get invited to the John Wick 4 premiere. Did it happen? Did it fuck? You need to like invite yourself to those things, I think. I don't think they just... The- tickets are really expensive and it's kind of one of those things where it's like can i justify to my accountant that that's a business expense i don't think so if you vlog it 
then it's a business uh. expense, right? Yeah, but then you're that bell end at like a premiere vlogging, being like, oh, look, Keanu Reeves is in the background, and then he'd never talk to me. Like, I'm we sure need he to be. Talk to you. He he doesn't understand. Like, he doesn't. I'm gonna get emotional uh, and me cry, me complaining about like Diary of a CEO for just cries. But Keanu Reeves is like, he's like the second dad that I never had, and he doesn't realize that about our dynamic. He's always been there. Thought my first dad is pretty great, but like everyone knows their place in my family. Like it should be Keanu Reeves walking me down that aisle if I got married. Do you know? What I mean, you know, he's like the second dad that I never had, so I really just need him to like me. Everyone else, I don't give a fuck, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Keanu Reeves and Giorgio uh, um, from Ancient Aliens. Succulus. Yeah. yeah. I, like, I need these people to like me. Everyone else can just like go to hell, but please like, comment, subscribe. <laughs> well, if it helps, you know, Nick Pope thinks you're controversial. So that's good, right? <laughs> Which that's... Um, that, that sure is something coming from someone who goes on Ancient Aliens, which I'm not, I'm not, I would love to be a host on Ancient Aliens, but Ancient Aliens is always getting into trouble. Like, it, 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 it's always been called controversial because, well, you know, you've seen people complain about it on Twitter and like calling it XYZ and like, let's be real, it's just a fun, entertaining show about what if the aliens actually made this, this large rock <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, like, that's the show in a fucking nutshell. But it's always been called controversial, so... um. Like, what have I done? What, what did he call me? He called me popular and controversial. Like, what have I done? I'm really, no, I am curious no, about it. Nothing in recent years, unless he considered, unless he looked at my main channel and considers me swearing at Stephanie Mayer and Colleen Hoover to be controversial. Maybe he does. Some Maybe he really likes that. Colleen Hoover. <gasps> Maybe he's a Colleen Hoover stan. Oh my oh, God. But he, was he was really sweet though. He was really nice to me. So I don't think he's being backhanded. I think maybe it was just an adjective for him. But I wouldn't consider myself controversial. I don't think that's an insult. Just as an observation. And I'm just wondering how he made that observation. But he did seem very happy to be there, which was nice. My camera just died two seconds ago so audio people are just going to have the audio bit of me saying this and it's going to be like just black on the screen right now can all I just think look at me <laughs> <laughs> just keep the camera on you for whilst i say this um well i guess we need to go because my battery has died and that is all for today's episode if you enjoyed it do remember to like comment subscribe make sure to follow us on spotify and itunes um yeah let us know if you like these more informal chit chat ones because I love talking. Don't know about you. Yeah, I'm not very good at it, though. I don't know why this is my job. <laughs> you're all right. You, you're, you're all right. That sounded really condescending. Oh my god, we've been talking <laughs> for like we've been talking for like an hour and a half. That is fucking. That is ridiculous. That said like a documentary about what? About Nick Pope being a Colleen Hoover stan. That it's very important. Yeah, everyone can mo promote that conspiracy theory for us. Yeah, okay, please. <laughs> I'm doing extra light to the camera because you're not here. It's just me. Hi. That's so, that's so funny. It's literally like I've had enough of this. So I've just <laughs> dipped from the conversation. I'm like, I'm fucking done. Mm -hmm. It's okay. Okay. Thank you guys so much for listening and watching and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>